Wisconsin DNR Conservation Warden Tim Otto leads a group through the brush at Woodboro Lakes Wildlife Management Area in Oneida County. He and the other instructors in the Learn to Hunt class point out some of the vegetation they look for when grouse hunting. So a lot of this understory here is going to be hazel or yeah, hazelnut brush. Rough grouse tend to like young forests that have been cut in the last five to 20 years or so. They look for places where they can hide in the thick brush and some diversity in the plant life. Because if it's just a straight monoculture and there's very little understory and all that stuff, there's hardly ever birds in that kind of habitat. They just, they like some diversity as well. And if it's ever easy to walk, yeah, that's probably too. not going to have a lot of <laughs> If you find yourself enjoying your stroll. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You should be swearing and pushing stuff out of the way. Grouse also tend to gravitate towards edges. This could be the edge of an old logging road or where the younger forest meets an older one. For me, a lot of times I'm going to hunt those edges. I'll kind of, what I'll say, weave in and out of the older cut and the newer cut. Um, kind of trying to get a feel for it. Like, okay, where am I actually moving the birds? Where do they really want to be? Are they over here in the older stuff? Are they over in the newer stuff? As well as sometimes it's a motivation issue. like. I don't really want to walk through that thick stuff right now. Otto believes one of the best ways to learn where the grouse will be is by looking at what they've been eating. First time I shoot a bird, um, like if, I, if I'm taking a week off or whatever to go hunting, as soon as I can acquire a bird, I want to acquire a bird, and I'm going to open up the crop to see what it's eating, because then I, can, I really know what I want to focus on. So I'm also kind of taking notes, or at least mental notes, of like where different, you know, <clears throat> um, where different plant species are, where some of their habitat is, so that if it's like, okay, now they're stuffed full of, uh, of hazelnut, then I know I want to go find a bunch of hazelnut. Listen to what the birds are telling you, find out what they're telling you, you know, um, their crops will tell you what they're interested in, what they're eating. You don't even need to necessarily know what the plant is you're looking at in their crop. You just need to be able to recognize it when you see it later. He is like looking at it, snap a picture of it if you want to. I'll throw that stuff in my pocket sometimes. And then when it's, I'm walking along, it's like, oh, look at that. There's some more of that right there. Okay, that's what they're eating. Instructor Alex Anderson says a lot of it comes down to instinct as you spend more time in the woods. It's tempting <clears throat> when you first start to look for clear cuts, but you'll go into some. It, it takes some experience. I don't know how to explain it real well, but some of them look great, and you get in, and you realize before you even walk very far it's not going to be productive. Anderson went to school for forestry, which gave him a lot of his base knowledge about the woods. But he and the other instructors say recognizing a good place to hunt just comes with experience. A lot of the other, like all, like the stuff about just looking at a spot and feeling like it's grousey or not, that's just all from experience. Like starting out, I never would have walked anything that looked like that. But then I had dogs pull me into that stuff enough to know that's, I should probably give this a right. I won't get too hung up on the, the technical names and this and that. If you're seeing birds, you're in the right spot. <laughs> it's really that simple. I mean, it takes miles. You gotta put miles on your boots sure. to move birds. For WXPR's All Things Outdoors, I'm Katie Thorson in Oneida County.